0: From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Jill Black from Onnit. Jill, it's really nice to have you
1: on. Yeah, thanks so much, Brad. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to talk to you today.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited too. So tell me a bit about yourself, Joe.
1: Yeah. So I live in Dallas, Texas. We had Snowmageddon last week, but been in the legal software industry for about 20 years and have worked for my CEO now for over 20 years at two different companies. And yeah, I think my career path has really started off in public relations very quickly moved into marketing and been doing legal technology for over two decades. So I feel really old when I say
0: that's uh, that's awesome. Tell me a bit about the space that you're in and what you guys do and all that.
1: Sure. So on it at the highest level is a legal automation platform. So what we do is we work with corporate legal departments and their law firms to automate all kinds of processes. So think of everything from legal spend matters, contract lifecycle management. So we really help corporate legal departments automate things, really improve efficiency and just make things run a little bit faster and smoother. So our technology really helps us do that. And like I said, we primarily work with the Fortune 500 companies, but we also work with really anybody that has a huge need for automating anything that's manual.
0: Mm, okay. So you're really servicing like the, the legal team and, and the company and all that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, we sure do. So we started off in corporate legal just because most of the company's background is in corporate legal. And a lot of us came from previous companies to start on it. And what we're finding, though, is because at the highest level where this platform approach, we could be somewhat of an everything model where we can solve your problem using our platform, but it can be for different departments. So we definitely focused in legal and GRC. But what we're finding with our customers is they're taking our software and pushing it out of the enterprise. So for instance, we've done different HR apps. We work with finance on apps. We work with IT departments. So it's really this platform approach instead of selling products. So that's what's been so exciting for us at Onit. We've been around about 10 years and we've had a pivot. We started early on as legal project management and in, a, in about a ten-year history, we've probably pivoted no less than, geez, five or seven times. And where we are today is, we definitely sell this platform approach, but we also productize products because it's a lot easier for somebody to to wrap their head around that. Like, let's take mm. this platform approach and let's help you manage your legal matters. Let's help you manage contracts. And the way I relate it to is, whenever they came out with an everything engine. You can't do everything, right? So we really try to solve the unique pain points for our customers and prospects and just help them see the journey um, of how you can expand on the platform.
0: Totally, I love that. What does marketing look like in this space for you in like this past year and the year ahead and all that?
1: <laughs> yeah, so this has been a challenging year. I'm not gonna lie. When COVID hit, let me take a step back. We are very, very, ri- we really build a lot of our customers on relationships. And what I mean by that, we do a lot of in-person trade shows, dinners, happy hours. Our sales team prior to COVID was on airplanes every single week. Mm -hmm. And so COVID hit and our whole kind of world blew up from a sales perspective, from a marketing perspective, because we're truly enterprise sales. And I think when you're making a big dollar amount investment in software, you want to see people and you want to have that relationship. So when COVID hit... We and the marketing team completely pivoted, so a lot a large portion of our budget was really focused on these in person events. And what we had to do is take a step back and change our whole strategy. Definitely overwhelming. We <laughs> hardly did any webinars, and so we went from doing no webinars to one a week from mm. for about let's see, from April to about June. We were exhausted wow. getting customers, partners, you name it. So we. Had to find a way on the marketing team to really drive demand for our sales team and it's it's unfortunately we had a ton of trade shows and they all got canceled and so we not only were able to quickly pivot which was great we also learned how to pivot in the fall we learned from what we did in the spring and we rolled out a different campaign this past fall basically it's just a program called lean into legal operations where getting community members and people from the legal industry together to talk about their pain points.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. And it sounds like you guys had some innovative ideas too. You're telling me about one that's maybe something for the future and all that. I don't know if you could speak to that at all.
1: Yeah. So we we are, we like to think of ourselves as we are always willing to try different things. So as an example, and I use, it's kind of funny We go a little crazy at trade shows and one year, all it didn't happen, didn't come to fruition, but I was really close to getting sharks in our booth at a legal trade show. So that was a little crazy. We are really missing our customers. We used to do two customer forums a year, one in March, one in November, and we missed that interaction. So we haven't reached out to customers yet, but we are really excited about possibly glamping with them. And and I don't know if you know what glamping is, but there's some really amazing sites around the country where you're outdoors and, and indoors, and people have their own cabins. We're not sure we need to see if our customers are willing and able, but we are truly trying to just think of things outside the box because this is a whole new world for marketing and what we're learning is I don't think it's ever going to get back to the new normal. It's not going to get back to pre-covid. In one specific example I talked to my director of events and and she does a lot of marketing. We even when we do get back to trade shows in person, what we need to think about, or trade shows, or, or in-person events, we need to think of a hybrid model. So, if people mm-hmm. aren't in the room, how are we going to engage with the people that just don't feel comfortable traveling? And so, we really think that marketing has shifted and will shift because people just aren't going to be comfortable traveling.
0: So, totally.
1: it's a whole new world, I think, for marketing and sales.
0: Yeah, I love that mindset, though. Okay, let's throw ideas out there and and see what works and do a lot of brainstorming and all that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love our team. I've worked with a lot of members on our team at the previous company. I have an amazing team. I can't give them enough credit, but we have brainstorming sessions and I'm like, think of some crazy things, right? What do you want to do? Let's try things. And it's funny because one member of my team does a lot of work on podcasts. So we said, let's start a podcast and it's grown like rapid fire. So we love trying new things and if it doesn't work my motto is fail and fail fast and move on but it's exciting to be in a company where you can try new things and then if it doesn't work just try something else and so that's been really exciting out on it
0: totally i love that mm-hmm. so what are some ways you obviously have a ton of experience when it comes to marketing and being in the space all that What are some ways that you found really are great ways to build lifelong relationships with customers and foster all that?
1: Yeah, I think what we learned early on is to first listen to customers and be an advocate for them. What I mean by that is don't just try to sell them software. Really listen to them and try to understand their pain points. What are they struggling with? How can we help you? It's funny because we have one sales rep in particular who will have a conversation with a customer or do a discovery call and just really listen to their needs. And at the end of it, say, you know what, we're not a great fit for you. I'm going to give you to my competitor. And that goes a long way. And the reason that might sound counterintuitive is the legal industry is very niche and very small. And what we're finding is people move companies. And I Mm. think when you're honest and just forthcoming and say, you know what, my solutions may be too robust or you need something like this, People are going to respect that and honor that and then think of you the next go around. And so what we're experiencing now, just because it has been around 10 years, is we do have customers. We have customers that have now gone to two or three other companies and that, and, and since they've left are coming back to us because we right. had those kind of conversations. So that's, to me, it's about just building the long-term relationship and not just selling software.
0: Yeah, totally. I love that. That's so awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So what key advice would you give to others that are listening now, other marketing leaders, sales leaders, those on their teams, all that?
1: Yeah, I think what I would say is it's a journey, right? It just speaks to building the relationship. I just can't stress that enough because we have some relationships that we started 10 years ago, and it's just so great that they've been our advocate time and time again. And so I think the biggest piece of advice is just be a resource, be an advocate, but don't ask for anything in return, right? It's always, it's one of those where just help really understand the pain points of your customer or your prospect, but be there for them. Maybe not on day one, but they might need your solution or your resources 60 days, 90 days, a hundred days down the road, and then they're going to remember you. I've always appreciated that. I get a ton of vendor calls. And I think the people that really take the time to listen and help me with the challenges I'm facing are the ones that I want to do business with.
0: Totally, love it. Hey, Jill, thanks so much for joining and sharing all your wisdom and insights here. Really appreciate it.
1: No, thank you for having me. This has been great. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, it was awesome.